0: Hey, everyone, it's the Monty Man, and you are about to take part in the experience, the strength, and the hope of this episode of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show.
1: Stop right there, everybody. This is Cecil, and I have been given the task by the KHLT recovery broadcasting board of directors to be the guardian of the gate here at this station so i only have a few questions for you to answer before we begin now now hold your answers till i'm all done all right number 1 are we all wearing our area 51 compliant oxygen security mask covering our Nose and mouth Question number two Are we all adorning our CDC certified hazmat suits Complete with parachutes Just in case we need to jump ship And number three Are we all practicing anti-social distancing And finally number four Did y'all bathe in 50 gallons of Schmiernoff hand sanitizer Before coming in today Well did ya Huh I didn't think so. I was just checking. <laughs> okay, Monty Man, you may continue.
2: Three, no, no, no,
3: no, yeah, you. Come here for a minute. I want to talk to
1: you. says brain dead.
0: Bang your head against the wall. Brain needs an overhaul. We're all the same. When your heart is in pain, turn around, hit
4: the ground, time to lay burden down. The views expressed on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. The topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. And now, here's your host, the man, the myth, the legend. Legend. The Monty Man. Legend. I'm telling you
3: the truth, man. I ain't gonna lie to you.
0: I would not lie to you, Marv. Good we're all the same. <laughs> same Race is the name of the game. Time to, to lay your burden down. down. Well, welcome one and all to the Tank 12 Recovery <laughs> Radio Show. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we've been doing a lot of broadcasting, <laughs> bringing... Are uh, you okay there, Marv? <coughs>
3: Excuse me.
0: He's, he's okay. He's okay. No Sorry. COVID on this end, right? No. no. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing a lot of remastering and 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 doing some editing and bringing some uh, older shows back. We've been doing uh, bringing back Step-by-Step Towards Emotional Sobriety with Dr. Alan Berger. And special guests, we're going to continue to be producing those and rebroadcasting those uh, as well. Um, but we are back in the studio. The whole gang is here. Denver's back from sabbatical. Denver! Hello. Little
5: Denver? Denver.
0: Yeah. What's happening, it's, man? It's, it's good to be back. It is It good. really is. It, it, we're really glad to have you. And You're there, looking good. Thank you. Thank you. And there's Marv. Howdy. Hi, Marv. Good to see you. Yeah. And, and, and Margie. Hello. And... Dave Fleming,
6: <laughs>
0: yeah, everybody's here. Yeah, yeah Dave. Whee! Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, there we go. <laughs> Dave, you're just so weird. So it's going to have you all back. In the uh, Dave, how you doing, bud? Your back's a mess. Uh, we know that, right? I'm hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. Other than the back thing. Yeah. Yeah. Back pain is no no fun. Margie, what's going on? Uh, how have you been weathering all this? anti-social distancing (laughs) stuff.
6: Uh, Well, gosh.
0: It's been a challenge, right? How
6: do I say this? (laughs) Say it. It causes me a lot of uh, annoyance.
0: Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Marv, what about you? I got a Uh, phone call from Marv when we shut down the studio for a couple of weeks. He was not happy with me. I just want you to know that I am distraught. (laughs) <laughs> In fact he called me he called me at work. He was pissed, weren't well, you? You well, were a little
3: annoyed. A little upset. But, they, but we don't need to get into that. Right well, now. the truth be it's known,
0: I I was actually on the
5: same page with you, but I was just trying to do I, I don't know. I, I I voiced my same concern at one point, remember? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh what why? <clears throat> Yeah, so, but I will tell you, I
0: I, I have, uh, I started to enjoy the break a little bit, and not so much anymore. Yeah. You know, so, so I read this article that uh, if you owned a company, if you were the owner, um, constitutionally, you could deem whether it was essential or not. And I thought, well, this is, take 12, is essential,
5: so there you go. Yeah, this whole thing has been a very burdensome thing, you know? It has. I end up, uh, whatever you want to call it, lost my job because of it. Even the one in Corvallis? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because yeah. they're such a small company, they're not sure if they're going to, how long it's going to take for them to, to recover. And right. You know, they They got to, you know, keep uh, <sighs> Boy, essential that. employees so they yeah. can get up and going again. So I'm hoping, you know, something... Yeah, plays you're, out. You're essential. It's been a tough. Yeah. Right. I may just go ahead and hang my own shingle out there. and
0: Which you've threatened to do that before. You should just do that.
5: Yeah. It's, it's a, the only challenging thing is it's, uh, it would have to be a cash business because. Right. Because of all that. Yeah. Here in Oregon, I would, wouldn't be able to bill insurance. Right. And, you know. Right. Right. Well, anyway,
0: anywhos it, we are back in the studio and by the way, uh, some really great news um and i want i'm a little confused about the platform you were talking about that you sent me, so we'll talk about that at another time sure um but we are now uh we're now on all your favorite social uh, social uh, podcasting platforms, including now Google podcast and stitcher um so so that that's amazing and then I found out something very interesting. Uh, we're actually on hundreds of podcasting platforms that aren't your mainstream ones. Like, you know, your, your mainstream ones are are Stitcher and iHeartRadio and 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 Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google and all that. Which we're on all those, but there's a ton of them we're on that have picked us up because we're on those. Right. And and my son Cameron was was showing me, um, uh, Play FM's one of them. Um, there there is just we're all over the place.
5: They partner with the, the big boys. They do. They and do. So they get to use their content. So I'm looking at I'm looking at free. my
0: stats. I'm looking at my stats for my downloads, right? And they we're averaging four thousand downloads a day. And I'm like, What? Wow. You know? Well then I started finding out why. Because there's all these other platforms that are, you know. Not necessarily mainstream, but a lot of people use. Like my son uses a right. uh, podcast addict. We're on podcast addict, you know. So yeah, that's
5: that's a trip. That's amazing stuff. That's huge. Yeah. You know, four thousand yeah. a day. That's I mean, crazy, yeah. dude. It's, it's yeah, a, you know, there there is a you know, as they say, a silver lining in right. this whole lockdown is more people are finding us and they are. You know, so yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep, good deal.
0: Um,
5: And uh, there's
0: going to be a promo for Potomatic, but Potomatic has just agreed to give us unlimited storage there. I mean, we pay for Potomatic, right? But not the fee that would be required for unlimited storage. So we can store as many shows in archives. There's just no limit to it. And they're giving them to us. Um, because they're very pro-recovery. So um, some family members and so forth involved in the recovery community there. Wow. Um, so we're really happy about that. Where are that.
5: they based out of?
0: Um, I think they're Southern California. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's a good question. i got to find out. But I'm pretty sure. Maybe Silicon Valley. Maybe maybe Tennessee. Maybe Mississippi. Could be Florida. <laughs> wow. Could- That's all over the map. <laughs> they're in Russia. Yeah. It's Russia. Right, right, right. So, anyway, good thing for that. Good deal.
1: And now it's time for the Monty Man. That's right. Weekly whine. Because he always has something to whine about. That's for sure. Stop crying. Okay.
0: That wh- that baby sounds a little like Dave. I think I hear the ambulance coming. <laughs> So, you guys, you guys have heard me talk about the salad bar sloths before, right? The, <laughs> the people at the salad bar that. All
7: too often.
0: Right. That want it. Well, now, because of COVID 19, now we have grocery store shopping sloths.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Now, ideally, you're supposed to stay six feet apart. And then they got these little stickers on the floors in some of the stores, you know, where you're supposed to stop.
5: Or L- the listen. arrows. Or the arrows. This right? way only. Yeah.
0: Or the plexiglass in some stores that run the entire length of the counter and other ones that are just like, you know, three feet. And then they, they reach around anyway. I mean, it, a lot of it doesn't make a lot of sense. But but I just love these folks. Listen, if you're going to the store in this situation, have your shopping list, get what you need to get, and move on. It's ridiculous. Oh, look at Johnny. You know, look Look at Ritz Crackers has a new animal shaped cracker. Oh, gee. Should we get that? Oh, look at. Oh, there's the low fat one. This one happens when you're locked oh.
5: inside at your home for too long. And I'm exactly. standing there and I'm going, get your crackers
0: and move on. Oh, oh, I dropped the box. Fred, could you pick up the box for me, please? Oh, look down here. There's a new seltzer water. I'm like, get what's on your list and get going. You know what I mean? It's like they're only letting 100 people in the store at a time anyway. Get moving. The other thing is, if you're going to wear a mask, put it over your nose and mouth.
7: (laughs) (laughs) It's probably going to benefit better that way. I wonder
0: about
3: the ones you see going around with a mask on their chin.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I and I I've, I've seen I've seen people when they're talking, when they're talking to each other, they'll take the mask and put it put it down <laughs> below their chin and talk to each other and then put it back up again. <laughs> I don't understand. Um yeah, so so that's that's about all I have to whine about. Margie, you, said, you had something you wanted to. Well,
6: yes, I do actually. All right, let's have it. Let's have it. Well, it's Of course, related to this whole COVID virus thing. Yeah. So um, this really pull your mic
0: a little closer to you. This
6: really annoys me because that we are supposed to pump our own gas now. Oh, are we? Yes. It's not mandatory, but but, uh, at least the, the station I go to. Right. Which I guess. I won't throw them under the bus. Yeah, throw them under We do <laughs> that. Go, all the time.
7: go ahead and do,
6: do it. it. Well, it's, <laughs> we friend, love that. it's Fred Myers. I always go to their gas station. Um, no, no relation,
0: by the way. No. Okay.
6: <laughs> it just it just annoys the heck out of me because uh I do not want to pump my gas. And maybe I'm being spoiled, maybe I'm being stubborn. Yeah. Or both. Or I don't know. But uh so the last few times now when I drive up to get gas, I just am sitting in my car. Waiting, waiting for these, uh, waiting, <laughs> waiting for someone to walk, walk up and help me. <laughs> and uh, there's like guys just standing around. I don't know what the heck they're doing. But uh, the last like two times, I've had to actually get out of my car and, <laughs> and uh, walk up to their little office area right. where they're just standing right. around and just say, um, "I Very don't want to." Yeah, I don't want to fill up my old car. So, here's my car over here. So, you need to come fill it up. Wow. uh, So, uh, anyway, it just just annoys the heck out of me. Well, the
0: thing that I don't get is if everybody and their brother is touching that nozzle, I mean, if this thing is real and as crazy as they say it is, that doesn't make sense to me. Right? Yeah. So, why not have the same gas station attendant touching the same nozzle all day long or at least the three guys with gloves on. With gloves mind on, mind you. Instead of everybody pumping their own gas, yeah. uh, I don't know.
5: I, 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 I bothers me. There's a <laughs> shell station by my house. Yeah, I sat while well, my wife was in Seven Eleven. I was watching, and they would <laughs> this girl would come out and wipe down the pumps after people would come right. in and pump their right. own gas. Only she would use the same rag on every single bump. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what spreading is some germs. That? Yeah, I was like, how's that? Yeah. even doubtful. <laughs>
0: anybody got anything to whine about? Denver, you haven't been here in a while. You, gotta, you it, got You it, got got to have something. No,
7: no, I, I really don't. Oh, right you on. know what? Life is good. Yeah, uh, it's locked down. I don't like that necessarily. Right, but uh, I don't visit a lot, anyways.
0: Yeah, know?
7: yeah, so, yeah. It's been good. Yeah, you got your your own place since I, I you were do. last year. I yeah. do. Yeah, that's uh, a good deal. Uh, it's uh, fifty five or older, so it's quiet, right? Except for except the dog. For, except for an occasional dog will bark. <laughs> you know, and
0: <laughs> who he tried to find a home for. That's the
7: unbeknownst that's to the, the owner. neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's been okay. <clears throat>
0: Well, that's... Lock, lock,
7: lockdown is not uh, favorable with me. I, I like socializing a little bit, yeah. You know, my thrift storing and everything else, but and you're a people right? watcher, we'll, right? We'll, you like we'll, watching uh, people, right? We'll get through this, yeah. You know, and we're gonna get back to normal here shortly. Well, I you,
0: hope. You know the the slogan I, I, I really hate
5: is that we're all in this together. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> or the commercials from the State of Oregon, right? Saying stay home and don't kill anybody. So you don't, <laughs> yeah. Stay home. Yeah, you don't kill a anybody. Guilt I'm trip, like, huh? What? The... <laughs> Only you know more people have died from the flu than the. Never mind. Let's. let's yeah. 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 Well, that's and, a whole and don't different train. Right don't there. misunderstand. We are at Take Twelve Radio. Take take this thing
0: seriously. But at, at right. some point, you've got to you you've got to implement Rule Sixty Two. Not to take yourself too seriously. You'll lose your mind here. It, it, it's crazy. So. Um, yeah, so enough whining uh for for the moment anyway. Um I think we got some
1: <coughs> Excuse yes. me, Monty Man, excuse me. Yes, Don't you have something positive to say maybe something that's a, a bit of a win rather than a whine.
0: Can he uh, yes. be replaced? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be replaced? No, Cecil. <laughs> hey listen I just want to congratulate all the graduates that didn't get a commencement uh, you know ceremony or a graduation ceremony from elementary to moving on to middle school middle school to high school high school and on colleges and universities you know congratulations that's a lot of hard work kids uh, good for you and the win for me is our son uh, Colin Montgomery Meyer graduated George Fox Christian University on Saturday, with his degree in music education and pre-Teach, uh, that a lot of hard work. Congratulations, son! Uh, good job, and they're they're going to have a ceremony, hopefully in August. Um, but that that's a lot of work, you know. That kind of education, and uh, we're really really proud of him. So that is definitely what I would call a win. That's a win. Yes. Well, it's really a win once. It's all paid for. <laughs> <laughs> said and done. <laughs> it's a win. All right. Um, The topic uh, this week is cash register honesty versus rigorous honesty. And so we'll be back uh, right after this message with that topic. Don't go away. We're stuck here in the house for the next four weeks or so. And we won't be going out because the government said no. so for the family sanity can't you see what we must do hey you got something to say are you looking for the best and most affordable way to broadcast your podcast well podomatic makes reaching a massive audience simple with free podcasts customizable embedded players and promotional tools it's home to the world's largest directory of independent podcasters, including DJs, talk shows, educational programs, and so much more. Best of all, a basic account is absolutely free, and no special skills are required to set up your show. To broadcast your podcast, visit www.podomatic.com. That's P O D O M A T I C.com. And let the world hear what you've got to say.
3: Hey, check it out. The best in recovery talk and positive music radio is now available on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, and Podomatic. Simply visit any of these platforms and search for Take 12 Recovery Radio. Listen and download hundreds of our shows for fun and for free. Also available at Take12Radio.com.
4: Isolation And how I Miss the Shops and the Bustle People that jostle By One day Is just like the Other Deja Extrovert pining here With nothing to do I play far too much solitaire Makeup hair are useless No one minds me Oh, how I need some human touch The animals have had enough I'm going crazy somewhere into the future we'll be fine and they'll beat COVID-19 well it will be about Self isolation, all alone. I'm stuck at home. Oh, why, Corona? Why?
0: For more wonderful COVID nineteen parody songs, where do you <laughs> dig that stuff up <laughs> at, man? <laughs> Well, you, 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 that's what I
7: do.
5: <laughs> but he lots of time on his hands you do it. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, if you'd like to enjoy many, 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 and, and I, I I, downloaded a ton of them. Um, There's so many really good ones. In fact, we're going to be closing out a, a show with a parody on all by myself. Um, There's so many really, really good ones. I mean, some of these people, their ability, their talents – Way exceeds anything you've ever seen on American Idol. I mean, they're really, really good. Um, and so it was really hard to pick which ones I wanted to use for the show today. Um, but just just go to YouTube and type in COVID-19 parody songs. There is a ton of stuff. Some of them are real goofy. Some of them are, are really highly professionally done. Um, but they're all hilarious. I mean, if you've got nothing better to do, it's sit, at, sit at home and watch YouTube do that. It's
5: good stuff.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, The topic uh, on the show uh, this week is cash register honesty versus rigorous honesty. And so what is the difference? So, um, Dave, you were going, aren't they the same thing? But Marv said, no, they're not the same thing. Marv, you want to expand on that for a second? What's the difference? Well, this is
3: just. An opinion, okay, yeah, so we all know about that,
0: sure. Um, mine are right, and yours are sometimes right.
3: The cash (laughs) register honesty thing, uh, just to be kind of glib about it, is like, well, I want people to think I'm a good person, so I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do that, you know. Oh, I found is this your five dollars? I found it, and, Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff, and and the the other one to me is a deeper thing where we know what our real condition is which mm. has to do with well the bible talks about it and I, and I stro- and I got mad when I read this because it says the heart is uh, deceitful and wicked above all things yeah and I thought no wait a minute that's not right because <laughs> I do this and I do that and the, the good know. stuff. Yeah. 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 And, and then as I pondered it for quite a while, it dawned on me that, okay, wait a minute. What are your motives? What are you yeah. trying to arrange? What are you – how are you trying to manipulate? And I realized that that's a true statement. And so that's how I see it as two different mm-hmm. things.
0: Mm-hmm. And, in fact, in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, it talks about this manipulation that we do as alcoholics. Yeah. Where we'll be, we'll be basically. My paraphrase is, we'll be mean and nasty and 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 controlling and everything. But on the other hand, we'll be very gracious and polite. And yeah. which reminds me of you know when I want something from my wife, I'll say, "Honey," <laughs> that'd be really nice, you know. Or if I'm like cleaning the toilet, she's like, "What? What are you doing? What do you want? Nothing. I just." Cleaning the toilet, which I never do, by the way. So if I do, something's up, right? <clears throat> so I, I know what you're talking about. Um, does that does that make sense, Dave? To you, the difference in cash honesty and rigorous honesty?
5: I get that. I when my more of my brain is that now. It, right. It, it changed back in 2004, and so when I basically, you know, was a changed person, got yeah. in recovery. It's basically, you know, I, I try to be you know, uh, who I am in the daylight and in the darkness and in every situation so that I don't have to like, but I get the, the whole rigorous honesty thing because I've even, you know, even recently been rigorous, (laughs) rigorously honest with people and, you know, they don't want to hear it or they don't know how to respond. Mm. You know, it's like going to the the cat, speaking of cash register, it's like going to the store and the cashier says, you know. How's your day going? And no. you go, "Do you want rigorous honesty?" I'm like, yeah, "Well, you know, it's been really, you know, it's been really crappy today. Right? Uh, you know, my my truck broke down and my dog got run over by a car and you know, my a plane fell on my house. You know whatever <laughs> it is, but they just kind of look at you and gloss over and it's like so, you know, uh, sometimes when you say cash register honesty, that's that's kind of like, you know, I well, you know, I say good, but even if it's not good, but I get it, you know. Yeah. But when I first got in recovery, I, I did that just to see what people how see what like, they would do, how they would react. It's like, you do you really want to know, or do you are you just, you know, how long you got that kind of thing? Are you're you not, just yeah. you know, and and are I guess you... that is what I think of like cash register honesty is like you know it's superficial and you're not really you know you or the other person or both don't really want to know yeah they just are just being you know polite or whatever cuz I, I you know i try to i try to be honest in everything that i do mhm so i don't have to worry about mm-hmm. you know it's the old uh, if you always tell the truth you don't have anything to remember
0: yeah yeah well and some of us don't remember much anyway right i you <laughs> know i,
5: I I'm having trouble with that lately too. And right? Like, where did I put my keys again? <laughs> right. Oh, they're in my hand. Right. <laughs> Chemtrails. Yeah. So, right. So, what about you, Denver? What
0: do you think? What do you think?
7: Rigorously honest. You know, when you start searching your soul, that that's that's when you get honest with yourself. Mhm and what you share with others uh we always like to put this facade that we're doing well right but when it comes down to time uh rigorously honest is uh rough sometimes it's alone and you have to figure that out sometimes it's it, alone it, it's alone you're you're in yourself and gotcha. you're going you know
0: oh okay
7: how How am I? You ask Mm. yourself. Mm. And uh, there's been times that cash register I love. You know? I'll I'll tell you this and that and everything else. Yeah. But when I'm alone at night and sleeping. Yeah. It's rough sometimes. Right. But uh, it's part of uh, my walk anyways.
0: Margie, what do you you think?
6: Uh, Well... I've pretty much agree with what these guys all said. Uh, for me, cash register honesty is kind of like they said, it's like, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest as much as I have to. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and, um, and this was me like when I was drinking and using heavily. um, But a lot of times I, uh, just, just, uh, I just didn't tell people what was going on with me or what I was doing. And so I've, in my distorted mind, I was thinking that I was being honest because I didn't say I wasn't doing it, but actually it was, you know, it was lying by omission because I just, I, I wasn't being honest about what was going on in my life. Um, And uh, you know it's just like a million little things with that whole cash register honesty for me it's like um, you know I want people to think I I would want people to think well of me Mm -hmm. and uh, but then I'd go to the store and like uh, you know how the carts have the bottom part like I remember one time I was of course I was drinking and stuff but like I had a whole huge rack of steaks on the bottom and I think I had an 18 pack of beer and for some reason the clerk didn't see that or ring it up and I got out of the car and I'm like oh my gosh they didn't ring this up and I was like ecstatic you know but I was it,
0: must be God
6: yeah it's, <laughs> totally, it's <laughs> ridiculous but now that I'm you know I'm sober and I'm, I'm working a program and um, I uh, I in like in the I don't know maybe six months or so ago I, I was at the store and uh, they forgot to ring up toilet paper or something. I'm like, you know, I I have to take this back and pay for it. I just, it's just different now. Even when nobody's looking, I I feel like I, I want to be honest. And, um, so I'm working the steps with my sponsor and I, one of the, uh, steps, uh, step four, where I took, you know, where you take your personal inventory, Mm -hmm. I really had to get honest with myself, rigorously honest. Uh, that was really hard because I had to, actually write down and think about, talk about to my sponsor, all these things that I did that were were not good things to people I loved, my family, my friends, and um, ex- accept them and also acknowledge my part in them. Uh, and that, uh, even though it was really hard, it, it was uh, really necessary for my recovery. Mm-hmm. And so now, uh, you know, at this point in time, I try to continue to, to be, you know, rigorously honest as, as best I can. And, you know, none of us are saints, so we're not going to do it perfect, but, um, I'm really trying to practice that. right Yeah.
0: Now. Yeah. So, um, what kind of inspired me to, to, to do this topic was I, I was reading on social networking, uh, somebody, somebody in recovery who's actually been in in the recovery support meetings, if you will, for quite a while, had posted that, that they had found this. They were outside of a, um establishment, and they had found a wallet, and it had a couple hundred dollars in it. But there was no ID. There was a couple hundred dollars, and there, I guess there was some – pieces of paper with some scribble on it or something like that and they had found it right because there was no id they felt like they were not obligated to do anything other than keep it and it was interesting some of the responses i mean first of all i don't i don't know that i'd be posting that but especially if i was intending on keeping it but um knowing the circle of people that he knows and, and so he was getting some interesting comments like, you know, is that really integrity, man? Shouldn't you have taken it back into the store and at least turned it over to lost and found? Or, you know, what's what's the deal? You better, you know, some people were kind of pretty kind about it. They said, "Oh, you may want to check yourself on that one," but I get it. You know, other people were kind of harsh and and like, what's wrong with you? And and I I got to thinking about that. You know, what if what if that was me? What if I was walking. Let's say by the DMV and I picked up a wallet and there was money there and no ID, right? I mean, would I be going, oh, <clears throat> I've been praying for some extra cash. <laughs> yeah, you know, God is blessing me, right? Um, or would I take it into the DMV and say, uh, I found this outside, you know? I got to tell you, for me today, for me today, it, it would have been an automatic response. I could not pick that up and a good conscience hold on to it. I just could not. But it wasn't long ago, that would not have been a problem. That would not have been a problem. Um, so then I got to thinking, and, and, and we t- I think Denver, we may have talked about this a long time ago. I got to thinking about the whole food, outside food in the movie theater thing. Um, movie theaters typically will have signs posted that say no outside food or drink allowed on the premises. Well, that's understandable. I mean, they make the majority of their money from concessions, not from the movie. The $15 candy bar? The $15 candy bar. And I've had this discussion with people before, and I said, so, you know, I think cash register honesty is what everybody else sees, and rigorous honesty is what happens behind closed doors and nobody else knows, you know, um, or in my heart that nobody else may see. Um, So, you know, there was a time uh, that... I would take the kids to 7-Eleven when they were little and we'd load up on candy and we'd shove it in our pockets, make sure we had coats with big pockets, you know, that kind of thing. And we'd sneak it in to uh, the movie theater. And then the kids got a little older and they called me on it. Dad, are are we supposed to do that? Because then the sign say this. And it was like busted. I'm busted. And I never did it again. And I had to make amends to my kids because that was teaching them something that wasn't right, right? But I had a lot of – and I haven't done it since. But I, I've had a lot of folks tell me, well, look, at uh, this is the way they justify it. They they, they overcharge, uh, but I'm hungry when I go. I'm like, well, then eat before you go, you know. But they overcharge. That's a big one. And I'm not paying that. I'm going to sneak it in anyway. And I'm thinking to myself, if you're truly working an honest program and you've been doing it for a good length of time, what would be your take on that? So I'm going to challenge you guys. Dave, you're first. What do you think there, brother?
5: (laughs) What do I think about what? what? (laughs) Movies
0: and candy. You have have no problems sneaking in food when they're asking you not to?
5: wow um i would have to say that uh we've been guilty of that you know yeah i uh, to be honest me and my wife and my wife will grab a freaking rock star and stick it in her purse and you go to open it and, and go <coughs> well they sell them in there now you know they sell monsters they sell booze in the theaters yeah now too. yeah so yeah you know you know we we'll bring in a candy bar or whatever cuz you know what about the wallet sitting out on the so sidewalk? here's you know and and this ties into my my control issues that I still have but I would have went into the business and I would have told with well, somebody in customer service or whatever hey I found this wallet uh if anybody comes in here's my number and then I then I would have them call me and describe what you know what else was in there? Mm-hmm. And then I would, you know, I would give it to him. And if I didn't hear back, I don't know what I would do. Probably, you know, who knows? Right. Keep the money, donate it. You know, buy some stuff and go down to the uh, or spend it at thrift store. Right. Know, or something where it's you know beneficial maybe, to maybe giving back. Yeah. I don't know because that's I. I mean, I was challenged like the week I got a treatment, and I was like, you know, the whole. Saved and sober and all that. Right. Um, It was crazy. The first week I went to the store and, you know, got back too much change. Right. So I went back in and I let them know and they're looking at me like I'm goofy. Mm hmm Or they didn't, you know, a can of green beans fell through and, and got missed. So I go in there, you know, to pay for it. Yeah. And... Most people, I guess, would have just said, you know, whatever. Um, One day I walked out and there was a shopping cart next to my truck with a four-pack of wine coolers. Right? Yum. And that was like, (laughs) yeah, and it was the same kind that me and my wife uh, used to drink. Right, right. I mean, I went back, took it back in to customer service, and I said, hey, someone left this out in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, uh, before I came out here, I was at Menards uh, about a month before, and I was doing some some work on the 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 house we were living in, and I bought a a sander, a belt sander, and I get out to the truck and I realize I'm looking because I'm thinking you know this doesn't add up, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at the receipt and sure enough they didn't charge me for the sander it's like ninety bucks, Mm. so I went back in and you know I paid for it and the lady's like. Can you hang on a second? And then she goes over and grabs somebody else, brings them over, and then she says, well, tell them what you know what you told me. Right. And they both kind of look at each other laughing, and then, you know, it's like, again, it's like, why? But I understand that, you know, that person that's at that register is going to have to cough up that lost money when their drawer doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, many, I t- know many that, times they and responsible I for wouldn't that. want yeah. to be... You know, I wouldn't. Someone, you know, the old. You know, how would you want to be treated? And I wouldn't want that someone to do that to me. Yeah. Because you, know? you know, obviously the person was new, and was being trained, and you know, so whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that uh, <laughs> that movie theater thing. You know, that it's you know sitting here thinking about it bef- before you asked me that question. I was like, it's like, man, we we actually we still do that, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like without even. Thinking about thinking, it? Thinking, but other things like, you know. Right. Uh, you know. Sure. Like a wallet or something like obvious. You know, you just, you, you take care of it.
3: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, it, and there's, diff- there's different uh, degrees of this to consider, I guess. I mean, what about the phone booth you're standing in and there's, Fifty cents still in the thing. What's a phone booth? You know, yeah, what's a phone booth, right? Um I would I, I don't think I'd think twice. I, I would I'd I'd grab the fifty cents and put it in my pocket. Right. Who am I supposed to give it to? I mean, even though I was I was convicted about that, should I call the operator say, um Ma Bell here's fifty <laughs> cents i I probably well if you're be, in a
5: phone booth, you'd probably <clears throat> use it to make your
0: call, I'd probably use it, yeah, but I mean you, you I, I mean I guess you could get ridiculous, can Marv, can you get ridiculous to where it's kind of a kind of silly um art <clears throat> you know
3: I don't know how to answer that, yeah, <clears throat> but I do <clears throat> excuse me, I do want to say one thing, I think Denver said something that. That might have went over a lot of people's heads, okay, he said at night when i 'm alone, mm-hmm. and that's very important to me because at night when i 'm alone is when I have opportunity to get with the Lord and talk about mm. who I am, what i've done, who have I affected, what do I regret and and I know that sounds kind of, you know, like pious or high and lofty or something. But that's what I do.
0: Well, in and our, it, our literature
3: talks about that, right? Too. Reviewing and, our day. Yeah. And on, on our coins that we get, it says, to thine own self be true. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, if I'm not doing that, um, then, uh, you know, as far as honesty goes right there, everything's went out the window. Mm. And a lot of times at night alone, I'm not very proud. Yeah. And it it might have to do about what I said to somebody, what I didn't say. Right. uh, When I had opportunity to give and I didn't give. And uh, resentment Mm -hmm. about my little pea brain thinking about how somebody should be or not be or what. How they affected me, all that selfish stuff, which is part of our mo. And uh, so, to me, Denver said a whole
0: bunch right there at night when
3: I'm alone.
0: That that really hit me, and and so that reaches beyond the material. Finding the wallet, sneaking food in this this goes to a clear conscience. This goes to your moral obligations. This goes to are you being honest with you? You know, looking in the mirror, the man in the mirror, that kind of thing. Have- you know,
3: and that, and that puts some weight. You know, AAs, generally speaking, right? you know, they throw around these things. They've got these The platitudes things. and all yeah. yeah, and one of them is what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just kind of flipped out there glibly. And, but the fact of the matter is that is exactly a spiritual law. Yes, it is and you reap what you sow you reap what you sow and uh and part of that has to do with me reaping has to do with what it is going on inside of me yeah because i will reap that stuff back it's going to come around anyway
0: so i I think sorry no no (laughs) that's really really good because it it's be it's beyond the the material uh honesty thing and, and is because I think I think what you're talking about and what you were talking about denver uh is when those things are straightened out the kind of stuff you're talking about the other stuff will follow the yeah. wallet the movie theater the yeah the, you, you know that that kind of stuff um even even to the degree if somebody asks about how's your day going you're kind of you can kind of sense when they really want to know, and when they're and when it's just a fly-by-night kind of thing, um, so as people in recovery, a lot of times we are not rigorously honest with ourselves about our own recovery. You know, um, yeah, know. I've worked the steps. Have you, you go though?
3: Along with that,
0: I yeah. agree with you. <laughs> yeah. So somebody says, "What step you on?" Oh, i Are you though? Yeah. Oh, I've I've read all the steps. I've done all the steps. How long did it take to take to your inventory? What? <laughs> do, you, do you know about an inventory? Yeah. And then you're whispering over to your neighbor, what's an inventory? <laughs> 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 yeah. So, Denver. Yes. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> what What about, let me ask you, what about being rigorously honest about how you're feeling about your day? Like we're talking about you know how you doing kind of thing you've always been a guy that has no problem saying, "My day sucks, right really Am I, <laughs> I, I, am I that guy <laughs> at
5: times maybe, maybe. you know uh... so my
0: question before you answer it, 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 yeah. it, it is is just because it's true, should you always say it?
7: Oh my goodness, that is abated question it is isn't it it really is i don't know if it's necessary sometimes to just unload on somebody yeah when they ask that question right you know uh yeah that's a tough question i i I don't think it's wise Mm -hmm. maybe to unload on somebody Right and just full blown, let them know just how you're feeling. But on the other hand, if you don't have somebody to talk to, you know, you you really yeah. should pick and choose who you're gonna uh, share your intimate thoughts with. So, uh, yeah, I, I I don't unload on everybody. And they, I pick and choose my people. Right. That I'm going to uh, say, hey, this is the way it is.
5: Yeah. So, yeah. It's hard because you don't know what, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. You kind of know what the responses are going to be, whether they're genuine or not, or if it's just, you know, And it, just an example, because what you're saying is, like, I was having a really bad day or bad week, you know, a while back, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, and I... Posted some things about how I was really feeling on Facebook, trying to see if uh, kind of fishing a little bit, see if, you know, anybody's paying attention, if anybody gives a, you know, rats patootie Mm -hmm. or anything, you know, and I I get responses back from the, the, you know, the usual suspects, you know, and, uh, you know, call your sponsor, go to a meeting, you know all the patty answers. Pass, you know, it's it's about grace, not about what you do, right? Yeah. One of those things and, and I'm just like, you know what? Shut the hell up because that's So just... nobody
0: said, "Wow, that must really hurt." <laughs> you know. No, they
5: said like, "Call your sponsor or you know, a uh, journal or you know, think about what you got or you know, uh, you know, what, so well, what do you make a list of what you're grateful for? And I'm like, I don't really want to hear that. That's, I mean, so I what did know you, what all did you of want, those answers. What did you want to hear? I just wanted somebody to say, hey, you know, what's going on? What How the are you heck doing? is going like, on? Huh? Right? Like, you know, I'm here to listen. Give me or give me a call or whatever. Yeah. You know, and so sometimes we way. don't want an
0: answer. We just want to know that somebody's got some empathy. Right. Like wow, that must be really tough. I am so sorry you are going through that. You, you, you give me a call. It would man. have been nice just to get even yeah.
5: something like that, without right. even like hey, right. you know, give me a call or right. you know, message, do the messenger thing or whatever. Right. And, you know, I did get a message from one of my one of my uh, um, my own home group people from Minnesota because I've been doing some. some been going on there they've been doing the zoom meetings mm-hmm. and he he was having a trouble the week before his brother uh passed away and he was had a bunch of other things going on so i reached out to him and after i don't know i think it was sunday or monday he said he just sent me a message said hey i missed you at the meeting on saturday
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
5: that was like it was just a little short you know, sweet comment, but it, you know, he was the only one that just said, hey, you know, missed you. Yeah. Uh, Which says a whole lot. To me, it's like someone is, you know, thinking about you. They missed you. Taking the time to actually, I mean, which, how much, how much time does it actually take to type a couple words? Right. Right? Um, But they actually took enough thought and time just to do, a little couple seconds out of their day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So just because it's true, should we always say it? I I mean, uh, my friend Mark Lundholm, a uh, recovery comedian, he had a little ditty that he talked about, you know, if you're in an elevator f- filled with people and you have gas, it may be true that you let one rip, but should you say it, you know?
5: I mean, what do you mean? Like, hey, I'm gonna let one rip. Yeah, uh, that was me. (laughs) Just 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 because it's true, it may not be the appropriate time to to spill your beans. But um, would you get out on the next floor and do it, and then wait for the next elevator? Sometimes you don't have any control over.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it out 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 the center when. Somebody lets one go and it's one of those silent but deadly ones. Right. And the whole room gets up and moves, you know, and the poor guy is like studying or whatever. And he doesn't even realize they've got up it and moved. And it's like the target is on that poor sap, man, you know. Um, so so we're almost out of time, but I wanted to touch on this one thing. So I know a gentleman um, who recently shared with me that, that um, one of his – one of the, the things that he doesn't do is he is not honest with, and him and his wife are—they're not like alienated; they're close and everything. But one of the things he does not do when he feels like using is he doesn't share that he feels like using, and then he ends up using. Um, and his pride, and his embarrassment, and his shame—he won't be rigorously honest about it. You know, he he, he cannot bring himself to a place or he can say honey you know what i feel like using and because he doesn't say anything and he doesn't he won't tell his sponsor he won't tell his home group because he's been sober for a while and he feels like that is going to play against him or he's he feels like he, people are going to look at him weird or whatever so he doesn't do it and then he ends up relapsing and he gets a couple more years and then it kind of comes back and he won't talk about it that that's not good
5: Right? No. I, I, I use sarcasm a lot. Yeah? <laughs> like, man, I picked a bad day to quit drinking. <laughs> that's the <laughs> way of saying, man, bad. I feel like a cult when really bad. Well, it's one of those things, you know, And we, I, I do it in front of my wife, you know, a lot of times because yeah. you know, she's like, what are you, what are you, an idiot? You know, <laughs> that's just dumb. Shut up. You know, right? It's like, I should, you know, we should just, I should just go out and get a bag and, you know, I need to lose some weight. Let's go get some meth. Let's get the guaranteed diet plan. Right. (laughs)
7: Let's do this right. (laughs)
5: Right. And so we, we, you know, she just kind of gives me that look, and it's like you're an idiot. And but you know, for me, I have to use kind of humor to do that. Right. Even if you know I'm, you know, I'm thinking about it. I always play the tape through, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to. Even if things get really bad, um, things aren't really that bad.
0: Right. right. But, you'll,
5: but you'll you'll talk about it, at least to some degree, right? Yeah. Right.
0: What what about you, um, Margie? The, the, were you ever at a place in your sobriety where you felt like taking a drink, but you just did not want to tell anybody?
6: Oh, many times. Many times over the years. And, uh, you know, it, of course, led me to relapses. And uh, so now, uh, for instance... Um, Oh, it's been over a year, but, uh, my husband passed away back over a year ago and, Mm -hmm. uh, I really wanted to drink. So, and I, I, I ended up going to my, um, AA meeting and sharing all that. And that's what I needed to do. And it stopped me. I did not drink. And, um once I shared it, it like took the power out of it. And, um, you know, I got support and, um, I, I just, I realized, of course, that was not an, that was not an option and that was definitely not a solution to anything. But, um, now if I have, a some kind of a craving, which knock on wood, I haven't had for a long time, but if I do, I will definitely talk about it. Cause mm-hmm. I know that if I, if I just keep it to myself, then past experience shows me that I'm, I'm going to end up drinking over it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Marv, back in the day, did you have a hard time <clears throat> talking about it? If you
3: felt like it? Uh, <clears throat> I remember an incident when I was about five years sober. I went to, and I've, to, I've told this before I think, but I was with a, a man and his wife, friends of mine at a uh, elks at a Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. And we're, it was a uh, co- community table right type thing. So right. there was lots of people. Beer all over the place. <laughs> <clears throat> and all of a sudden I got this overwhelming uh, desire. I smelled the beer. I saw the beer. And everything but reach out and grab one type thing. Yeah, And I thought, oh, crap, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And and I turned to my buddy, who he knew I was in recovery, but he don't know anything about it uh, himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I knew I had to say something. And I thought, well, this is stupid. Why would I say something to him? Because he don't know anything about it. Yeah. And I thought, in my mind, I didn't have a choice. And I turned to him. I said, "Max, I want to drink so bad I can't hardly stand it." Mm-hmm. And he gets He looks at me like I'm some kind of weirdo.
0: <clears throat> yeah. But
3: it went away. Yeah. Margie's absolutely right. If if we can get to blurt it out, mm-hmm. that for
0: some reason that really works. But you got to have people in your life or be around people on some kind of regular basis that you can do that with that aren't going to run away from you or say, well, gee, I wouldn't have thought of that of you, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Or why don't you
5: drink it? I thought the funny part was this guy,
3: you know, he had no idea about this stuff, you know, so it was like talking to the chair. (laughs) Right. But it worked. Right. Yeah.
7: But he he was there.
0: He was there. (laughs) Amen. So what about you, Denver? you think it would have would have helped before in some of your struggles if you had said, picked up the phone and said, you know what? I am this close to picking up a drink. Or would it not have helped?
7: Yeah, uh, It would have helped. Yeah. Rigorously honest at that point would yeah. have helped. Yeah. But when you're in addiction, you don't always that do that. First, that first drink, it's like, no, nah, I've got to hide this. Mm -hmm. you know there there's a shame factor there's there's all kinds of things play into that yeah yeah if if you can blurt it out and then go hey i'm hurting right now right even if they don't understand it maybe that's enough that you're gonna uh
5: not take that drink
0: sure
5: sure Yeah, yeah that can lead us down a whole another topic but the that first drink what what usually happens to a lot of people, especially in early recovery, is that they take that it, drink it, it's and over. nothing happens, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay. And then a week later, you may yeah, have another drink.
7: You're sauced out, right? You know? Or and then
5: it kind of progresses from there. That's that's what happened to me before. This the last <laughs> time that I went in treatment is just slowly went right back to us, right? Doing. Yeah.
0: It's interesting because there there are some folks that would say, uh, you know, when people say, well, before if they're sponsoring somebody, um, I want you to be rigorously honest about your temptations. So before you drink, call me. And I've heard people say, if I've decided to drink, I'm not calling you. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna drink. not making that call. I, I'm right. going to drink, right? So that which tells me that for many people, it's when even the slightest bit of an itch starts to happen, that's when you need to speak up. Not when you're already grabbing for your wallet and your car keys to go down to the
5: liquor store. By that time, you're probably right. committed. And that's the benefit of going to meetings, you know, often. Right. Especially in early recovery because then you're getting that on an ongoing basis, you know, daily or every yep. other day or whatever. Yep. Um, that's the only thing that I think saved my bacon. Yeah. Is going to meetings every day for almost two years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's important.
5: It's important to be
0: in the middle of the herd and stay in the herd and be involved in the herd and 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 uh, and not isolate. Um, I think learning not to do that is where we can learn to find people that we can be rigorously honest with. Um, So when the time comes, they're not going to run away. And we've got some people in our lives that that can do that. And it's not always your sponsors. It's the person sitting next to you. If you have any comments about um, rigorous honesty versus cash register honesty, you'd like to email us. If you have any comments at all, and you're on Podomatic, you can comment. In fact, with all the social net—not uh, social networking—I always say that with all the podcasting platforms that we are now on, um, you can comment on a lot of them. You can share them. You can download these shows; they're for fun and for free. And uh, we're going to close out this show. Uh, but any last thoughts from anybody? I'll go with Denver first. Howdy. Any last thoughts? It's, it's good to be back, actually. <laughs> it is. It, it
7: is good to be socializing. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really good to have yeah. you back, man. Thank really, you. really good. Yeah. Thank you. Yep.
3: Marv, any closing thoughts? Oh, come on. Huh? It's empty
0: up here. It, it's empty. <laughs> okay. <No, but laughs> I'm out. just going to oh.
3: say uh, what
6: Denver
0: did. It's
3: good to see you guys.
0: I'm yeah. Glad to be back. It is. is. I'm, I'm very excited. <clears throat> I'm very excited. Margie, closing thoughts?
6: Just ditto, you know, glad to be here with all you guys. Good deal. Dave?
5: Yeah, it's good to be back. But I would just have to say for uh, anybody that's out there struggling with their addiction uh, and feels like they're alone, uh, we're always here for you. But also don't, you know, out, you have to ask for help. You know, go online, do a mm-hmm. Zoom meeting or if you can find a meeting that actually meets in person. Right. Um uh, with precautions or whatever, uh, don't hesitate to do it because right. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are struggling um, and isolation is not their, not a good friend of no addiction. No,
0: it's not. Uh, so thank you, guys. Uh, it is really good to have you all back uh, here in the studio. And uh, so we'll be back next week as well. And then the third week uh, of the month is uh, Dave Fleming's show uh, entitled To Overcome Solutions for Life Today. Um, and you guys are always welcome to sit in on that, by the way, um, as well. For sure, and um, and then we're going to be continuing to feature some of the older shows, um, usually the last uh, the last week of of the month, and then the step by step toward emotional sobriety shows we're uploading every single week. Um, I'm shifting those to probably on Thursdays. Um, so be checking those as well But you can visit all that stuff At Take12Radio.com On your internet dial To close out the show um, You don't want to take the advice Of be by yourself You don't I mean, We have this social uh, distancing thing Or what I call anti-social distancing um, But You don't want to be by yourself Completely You gotta pick up the phone You gotta to talk to people You can text whatever you do don't isolate to the degree where it is a complete isolation it's not healthy for you but here's a parody on COVID-19 about being by yourself we're going to close out the show with that it's called all by myself
5: how's everybody doing a couple of weeks of this now are you feeling like I am because I'm one of those types I mean I'm an extrovert I constantly need someone I'd go to parties, they were fun Those days are done Saying hello I'd hug everyone I know especially if you're a bro I can't do that no more Oh Spouse, she's introverted like a mouse. But now she needs to leave the house, she
4: needs to get out. Cause now she's all by herself. Usually likes it, but right now doesn't want to be. Home. And
0: Well, that wraps it up for another fine episode of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Uh, Listen, just a reminder, we are in our 16th season of this thing of uh, Take 12 Recovery Radio. And listen, if you would like to help sponsor us, no amount is too small. A donation would be very well received and appreciated. Simply visit us at take 12 radio.com scroll down to the bottom of the page on the left hand side there's a little orange button that says donate click on there follow the directions and thank you very much for your support nobody gets paid here all the money that's raised goes directly for maintenance of our equipment and to keep us on the air thank you in advance listen until next broadcast This is the Monty Man reminding you Don't take yourself so doggone seriously Would ya? We can rise above this thing We already are Until next time We are wishing God's perfect serenity For you
4: This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.
1: Cause she's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty meow. Yeah, kitty 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs>